Welcome to the Innovate CT Podcast. Hey, what's going on, Nick? Hey, good evening, Jason. And uh, thanks for uh, agreeing to be on the Innovate CT Podcast. I appreciate you making the time. Uh, no problem. Uh, it's my pleasure, really. So let me uh, introduce uh, introduce everyone to uh, Jason Prignoli, and hopefully I said your name right, Jason. Uh, yes, you did. <laughs> he is actually a uh, an engineer at AIG, and uh, Jason and I actually uh, got introduced through the Invention Convention that recently just happened uh, this past weekend up at the University of Connecticut, uh, the Stores campus. And Jason, I just want to kind of start, if you could just give the audience a little bit of background on, you know, who you are um, and how did you get involved with the Invention Convention? Great. So, uh, Nick, I had graduated uh, from Penn State University Park in 2016 with a degree in mechanical engineering. Um, but, you know, most importantly, my uh, uh, what really drew me to the Connecticut Invention Conference was the fact that my dad used to drag me to these type of things. And I grew up in New Jersey, so he used to drag me to these type of invention conferences where I actually participated them in them in, at Rutgers. Oh, so very cool. it, it, Yeah, so it, it wasn't an unfamiliar territory for me. And um, my, uh, my business partner on the side, so I work full time at AIG as pretty much a risk engineer where I go out to essentially act as a field engineer where I go out to various manufacturing facilities, petrochemical plants, and I assess their electromechanical systems. Oh, wow. So it's, it's, it's a pretty technical role in an insurance company, which is, you know, not, not many people would really uh, think that there would be that level of technical uh, aspect of, of an insurance role, but, you know, somehow I found it. <laughs> But um, yeah. So and and yeah, you mentioned you you went with your business partner. What is your uh, what is the other business that you work on? So uh, I'm I'm really interested and in, involved in the uh, medical technology space, and um, it kind of blossomed from an event that I participated in at Upward Hartford, which was a digital healthcare hackathon. So the it, we continued the project post uh, hackathon, which was basically. We had developed a uh, sensor, uh, the concept of a sensor that would act as early detection for foot ulcers in uh, high-risk type 2 diabetics. Oh, so, wow. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, some fun stuff. So um, uh, my business partner had, uh, had uh, recommended that I uh, go out and become a judge because she was doing it, and I thought it would be a, a great thing to do. Um, a little nostalgic because um, 15 years ago, I was in – you know, these fourth graders shoes. And I'm, I'm very glad that I did it. It was an absolutely wonderful experience. So I want to, and, and I, you know, I think it's fantastic. And I can't say I'm surprised that you grew up as a kid doing this and then were drawn back as, as an adult to judge it. So uh, I, two, two questions. Uh, I want to hear a little bit about the judging experience and, you know, wh what was it like to, you know, look at the kids projects and kind of give them feedback and, you know, go through that, that, whole assessment with them. And then I want to follow that up with how do you think doing these invention conventions as a kid yourself has made you into the adult you are today? I mean, you're talking about you're an engineer, you have a business on the side where you're doing a startup. Do you, do you think part of the invention convention, um, like that world ended up kind of making you what you are today? Absolutely. You know, and just to, to answer uh, the first question first, um, you know, I was assigned to judge fourth graders and I, I really wasn't expecting much. 
And I wasn't sure, to be honest, if I was at this level in fourth grade. Um, and I really didn't know what to expect, to be honest. But um, prior to going down um, and introducing myself to the kids, um, all the judges sat in a certain area before where we were introduced uh, amongst the entire crowd. And I had uh, coincidentally sat next to somebody who's been a judge for 24 years at the Connecticut Convention Conference. So I asked him, I'm like, well, this is my first year. Um, any, any, any tips? Um, what, what, what should I expect from uh, fourth graders? And he said, you're going to be blown away by what they're going to be showing you today. And I'm like, well, well, I'll be because I used to be one of these kids, but I think they'll blow me out of the water any day. But right. he, he um, you know, he walked through kind of what brings him back every year. And it's the fact that these this experience at this Connecticut Adventure Conference, these kids, they remember this experience. They they cherish it. They they re they don't forget these type of events. And he was right, because I didn't forget the events that my dad had dragged me to right. 15 years before that. So it really. It um it really harped on me the uh, the gravity of of what you know what we were doing as a judge and the impact we were making from that end. So um you know we, from that I was very inspired and then we walked to the floor and I had introduced myself to these kids that were jumping up and down the energy levels were unbelievable I kind of wish I still had that to be honest yeah, <laughs> yeah so um. I was, I was, I was shocked. I, you know, each one, there was a tri-board in, there was an invention and then right behind each invention was a tri-board and, you know, it was really impressive. And, you know, I've judged, um, I had actually two weeks ago, I judged a Penn state design competition for senior design projects. So I was thinking, you know what, I'm going to throw some of these fourth graders, some really basic high level questions that, you know, I had asked a couple of weeks prior to uh, senior design um, mechanical engineering students, such as uh, who's your target market? Um, what problem are you solving? Um, what was your first prototype like? You know, th the right. same questions that you would ask, you know, somebody who's an experienced entrepreneur. So um, it, it really was fascinating how impressive their answers, some of their answers were. And, you know, although, um, you know, for example, uh, I had, you know, we had talked a little bit about um, and discussed some of the, the, the things that they had come up with. For example, uh, one of them actually incorporated renewable energy into their presentation and their product of their final product as a fourth grader. Wow. And, you know, I, you know, I, I serve on the energy advisory board for the city of Milford and, you know, that, that got me so excited and uh, really, it, it was just unbelievable. So there, it, the, the fact that these fourth graders were able to incorporate their own version of the scientific method uh, was really, really impressive from first prototype to um, the iterations that follow. Um, you know, I was not only just looking at these legitimate prototypes, but, you know, future entrepreneurs, really. So it, no, it was no, really I, impressive. I mean, it, and it's... And I think what I'm going to try to do is upload one of the pictures you sent me so people can really get a feel for, you know, what they had to, you know, the, the poster or the signage they had to build to talk about their invention. Uh, I'll try to get that uh, uploaded with the episode so people can kind of understand what you're talking about there. Um, and I, I did this with with, uh, with my family and 
um, I was really impressed. It was it was really cool to see like the wide variety of of different, you know, the imagination really I think was fantastic uh, with with the ideas the kids came up with, and you know it's funny because I focus on innovation in Connecticut schools and. With with younger kids, I really call it imagination because they don't. Yeah, really, right. <laughs> they, don't really, they don't really quite grasp innovation. But if you tell if you tell a fourth grader how about imagination that 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 really resonates with them. So, um, you know, I think it's just it's it, it's just so cool to watch them, you know, come up with these ideas that, like to your point, what that what that judge who done it for so long said to you that they're going to blow you away, and then then it happened. I, I love that. So, so I want to hear a little bit about you know, how how did like when you actually went through and you asked all these these questions to these kids were they prepared to answer were they you know prepared to answer your questions were they kind of thrown off you know were, were their parents helping what was that like yeah so uh fortunately the uh the parents weren't allowed on the uh on the bottom floor on the oh wow the, i didn't realize that. yeah so it really it really kind of gave me the one-on-one although it was collaborative where i would ask questions to to the uh to the person who was presenting it was it was really open and collaborative where any student any any fourth grader can pop in and ask a question it, it, to, to kind of soften the uh, the tension and uh, because you know it's it's fun for them and we don't want it to be a straight uh, I am judging you as you are speaking because it is a fourth grader right, right. so you don't want to scare them um, but you know yeah, you want to yeah, encourage for sure of course uh, but the the questions the, in order to get the 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 meat of what they wanted to say. There were times where I did have to ask pointed questions to kind of get out the right information because they were either a little nervous or they weren't sure how to, to correctly articulate, which is fine. Um, Cause it like, they were, they were really excited to explain their invention and you could tell, you know, obviously their for, their fourth graders, the parents are going to want to in, intervent as much as possible to really, um, give their kid the best opportunity to, to succeed, which is understandable, but you could tell right. that there was a lot of involvement on, you know, solely from the, from the kid and that it, it was the kid's idea. They, they, some of them really in the, the, um, the, 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 the young girl who had won that we had picked me and the other, the judge and I, there were two, two, two judges for about eight fourth graders. And the one who, who ended up winning was uh, the one where uh, we felt as if she le- legitimately solved a problem that she was facing on a day-to-day basis. And Which she, is awesome. Yeah. So uh, a little bit of background. She, she's, uh, you know, a, a small girl, and she would always have trouble lifting heavy pots of pasta or soup. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, from the, the stove to a bowl. So she's thinking, uh, uh, very entrepreneurial, of course, I want to be able to pour whatever is in a bowl into a, uh, into, from the pot to the bowl without any of it spilling on me. So she made kind of a platform. Uh, you know, very, she created a platform, a heat-resistant platform that tilted up and was able to cleanly pour any type of contents from the pot to the, to the bowl. And... It, the the invention was called helping hands pot pourer, and you can tell it really was something that she had came up with based on the passion that she showed, and she had pictures of her first prototype, and it really was it was impressive to see to 
have her walk through her version of the scientific method. And, you know, that, that really was, it was such a great experience uh, hearing it from a fourth grader for sure. And I think you, you nailed it before. It, th- this is going to, this is going to resonate with them for a very long time. They're going to remember this experience, even if they didn't win, even just participating, they will remember this experience and what they learned and, and the pride they felt, you know, going from nothing to solving a problem with, with this, you know, with their invention, which I think is great. And, and like I said, I went to the event and, you know, Gamble, for those of you that have been to Gamble, you know, the floor was packed. There's people everywhere. There was just row after row of inventions. The, you, the list of sponsors, sponsor banners they had up was, was phenomenal. I mean, they have, a, they had so many um, great, you know, generous sponsors that, that made the event happen, which I think is, is great. And it really was a well-run event. I know they've been doing this for quite some time. So, so I want to go back to the second question I asked you earlier, which was, you know, doing this as a young kid made you what you are today as not only, you know, a successful, you know, gainfully employed, you know, uh, early, early career, you know, associate right out of school, right, as an engineer at, at AIG, but also having, you know, this entrepreneurial spirit on the side. How, how do you think, you know, this, this invention convention, other things like that that you did growing up shaped you and who you are today? Yeah, you know, that's a it's a it's a great question. And I, I always kind of go back to was it hardwired or was it nurtured? And, you know, I, I'm confident in that, you know, the environment I grew up in, I was very fortunate that my dad really kind of guided me towards and he had he was he had an engineering background as well. And he kind of would ask the the, the open ended questions, you know, how, how can you fix this? And, you know, what what do you think? How can this improve? And he always got me thinking. And I think the parents are really to thank the ones supporting um, these type of initiatives, the Connecticut Invention Conference, and serve a very powerful role to develop future entrepreneurs um, by fostering a, a, a welcoming environment to um, it, clearly, it, 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 I think it's a lot of it is, is environment as well. And uh, you know, having that innate curiosity as a kid, as a fourth grader. So you can call it imagination at that point, but they can all start out as entrepreneurs. And if they just kept that, you know, that youthful, um, why is this like that, that naiveness, because that really kind of brings out the best of an entrepreneur is to question um, why things are the way they are and how, how can they improve? And, you know, that's kind of the, the, the fundamental the main fundamental aspects of what an entrepreneur does. And I think I kind of kept that along that the way from college. And I loved just breaking them back together. And uh, just, it, it was always fun to me. I was always a numbers guy. And I'm sure you've heard this about, you know, XYZ entrepreneur, XYZ engineer and uh, whomever. But um, I, I'd like to think it's, it's a lot of it nurturing as well as just innate curiosity uh, fostered along the way from, from a kid's perspective. And I really think you, we have to, you know, and that's one thing I'm really trying to promote is, is, is innovation, not just in colleges and universities, but also K through 12. Right. So I think they're absolutely get kids excited about, and not just STEM, right. It's more than stuff. I, you know, I, I think of innovation as broader than even STEM, right. I think the sooner mm-hmm. you can get kids involved with innovation at a young age, uh, the more likely they are to, to go on and, and, you know, do, do things like you, like you just mentioned, you know, starting, starting a small business or, you know, being an engineer or, you know, just doing great things when they're done with, done with school, whether that be high school or college, depending on the path that they take. So 
uh, I just want to, you know, I want to say, you know, thank you so much for taking the time and uh, being on our podcast and, and sharing your experiences, you know, um, with the invention convention, to, you know, today. And I just want to say thank you. You know, it's it's people like yourself. You're involved with a lot of stuff in Connecticut, and you're not even from the state, which I think is fantastic. So I would say, you know, thanks for all the volunteering your work and you know helping out in the community because I really believe that um, you know it's it's community volunteers make a huge impact on where you live and where you work and where you play. And I just want to make sure I said thank you for all you're doing for the state. Uh, thank you, Nick. I really appreciate you uh, having me on and, you know, I wish you the best of luck uh, for future podcasts and what you can do for the state. All right. Thank you, Jason. Have a great night. Talk to you soon. All right. You too, Nick. Bye. Have a good one. If you would like to get involved with Innovate CT, please visit our website at www.innovatect.org. There you can find links to our social media. We currently are active on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and hope to hear from you soon. Thank you.